Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at Metal Cloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the Metal Cloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, Metal Cloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. Yeah, turn turn one, like where you have that yeah. banked high speed. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't, you sure uh, nobody out there 392 is going to go, oh, I can do that. Oh, I'm sure they are, but uh, it's kind of funny this year that they have a pace car. Um, <laughs> it's so for, it's for those, you know, speed racers like me. Y- right. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Let you lead foot you. I know. The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matt's from Metal Cloak here, and welcome to episode 163 of the Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. It's Jeep Beach 2022, and that means Corey and Jesse are in Daytona, Florida, enjoying the sun, the beach, and getting ready for two days of CTI madness. We get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at the setting up of Jeep Beach 2022 before all the vendors arrive, including the building of the obstacle course, making the Jeep sandcastle, looking for the Jeep Beach Edition Wranglers, what is a Florida build, how many CTIs will get done, the ultimate giveaway, and getting free shirts. Remember, each episode is preserved in video and posted at youtube.com slash modernjeeper. Check it out and hit that subscribe button. And by the way, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and give a review on your favorite podcast player. As always, we are extremely grateful to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Best Top, Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. So sit back, relax the cold one, and enjoy episode 163 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, this is another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Matt from Metal Cloak, and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. Hey, Rockstar Jeep Girl, Jesse. Hi. Hi. And where in the heck are you, as if we can't tell? We are standing in the middle of the uh, Daytona International Speedway. Um, yes, where they do all the NASCAR racing and all that, where Jeep Beach, the, the main vendor show, uh, and obstacle course and, and all the activities and stuff, the main place where things are going to start happening uh, on Friday. Nice, nice. Well, that sounds like fun. So it's a Friday show and a Saturday show, right? Friday and Saturday. Of course, there's been events going on all week. Uh, in fact, uh, today, the, the Shade Brigade guys uh, set up down on the beach. So there's a lot of vendors that are actually down on the beach today and tomorrow. Um, and t- today out here is kind of big setup day. So all the big vendors, if you have a semi or you have, you know, 120 feet of space, today's when the semis come in. And then uh, they're, they're working on the obstacle course still. They're still putting some things together. But, um, but yeah, tomorrow is official setup. Uh, be a ton more people out tomorrow. 
and then of course participants show up on, on Friday morning. That's awesome. So we are, <clears throat> as usual, we're out there. Your guys are in the the layout. Does the, the, does the obstacle course look any different than it has in previous years, or is it kind of the same basic setup they've been doing? Change it every year. <laughs> it's a little different. Um, and we were just talking to some of the guys that are actually uh, setting up the course, but um, it's it's kind of crazy. Right where the, the CTI trailer is going to be a is big wall. a big wall of concrete ridges, and we'll as we're as we're doing the podcast, we'll walk actually along through the obstacle course and take a look at some of the stuff. They're they're maybe fifty percent done. They've got all the dirt and rock brought in. But um, there's still a lot to do to to finish it off. But I think it's going to be there's going to be some carnage. <laughs> nice, right there by the CTI. Good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's that's interesting because yeah, I know that now in the past they've done it where they've had like one lane is harder than the others, and there's yep. some years where they've done it where every lane exactly the same so they can keep the flow going through. Or they've this, done it where it's all the same until you get to the end, and then you have a choice as to whether or not you want to go over the big wall or not. The end's going to be gnarly too. But. Yeah, the, this year they do have a an easy, a medium, and a hard lane. Mm-hmm. Um, next to the CTI trader will be the hard line, and then uh, they'll have uh, uh, the easy line is is a lot of just, of the really small dirt mounds kind of thing. Mm. In fact, here well, I know for the folks that are listening in their car. Uh, this this doesn't make a whole lot of sense because they can't see see the images. But um, we got Ricky at Jeepers Den setting up directly across from us here. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there we'll get closer. I'll give kind of a, a, a panoramic view of of what it looks like in the center of the of the speedway. Um, they're still doing the NASCAR experience stuff. You can track come out here, track laps are today, so you can bring your Jeep out. And I, I don't know what it costs, but you can drive your Jeep on the speedway um, oh, with wow. a pilot. On the apron. Yeah, on the on the they apron. Don't, don't oh, yeah, you... Oh, down below. Not uh, you can't try to go do the uh, the on Daytona. The, the the what do they call it? The Daytona curve. The yeah, turn turn <laughs> one like where you have that yeah. banked high speed yeah. curve. Uh, they they don't. You sure uh, nobody out in the three ninety two is going to go? Oh, I can do that. Oh, I'm sure they are, but uh, it's kind of funny this year that they have a pace car. Um, it's so for, it's for those you know speed racers like me y- right. yeah yes. yeah yeah let you lead foot you i know i used to do it at the texas motor speedway every year and it was uh, fun on the banked walls and everything so it was great wow so that's that's kind of for those that don't know jeep beach is kind of incredible in that there there isn't anything like this down in florida area so you basically take this big slab of cement which when we first started doing it there was a big slab of of grass then one day they took all the grass out and filled it in with cement and now they and they just pile up these large mounds of dirt and they basically make an a very long obstacle course and people come from all over the region from all multiple states around the area to come and do this yeah and in fact um i know that even some of the jeep clubs have uh, in the years past said you know well we're going to see how many times we can run it. So they'll come out here and they'll run the course 9, 10, 12 times in a day um, over and over and over and over. I mean, it is, it is, um, they, they try to. Like a little uh, challenge between them? It, I, I don't know if there's a, a challenge or if they make it a game to see how many times they can run it. But um, 
I know each year that there's, it's, it's, uh, well, I ran it, you know, 10 times. How many times did you run it? And, um, there's, there's going to be some stuff though this year that I think, I mean, yeah, you can come out and run the easy and maybe even the mid level, um, lines all day. But if, if the, uh, if folks are watching our YouTube video uh, of the podcast, you can see here where there's some, some concrete beams and, right. uh, some some poles uh, there's some telephone poles in there sewer drains k rails uh, yeah k rails i mean there and there's some significant holes in it so yeah wow. this section here could be a little interesting i think yeah well you know you're gonna have the fun of talking to somebody over your generator and um somebody behind you going wah wah <laughs> trying to get get over that stuff yeah, it's going to be, uh, I think it'll be an interesting weekend. There seems to be a lot of people in town um, talking with the, the coordinator here this morning. Um, they did say that uh, that they were at 281 vendors. I think so. Wow. Yeah. It's a fascinating thing. When we started doing Jeep Beach, and uh, we were definitely weren't early, early into it. We were. I think we hit it first time in 14. Actually, I know 13. 13 was the first year when Aaron just flew out and, and uh, was hosted by Ricky at Jeepers then um, and did 14. But you, I don't know, did, in your previous world, did you, when was the first year you did Jeep Beach? Oh, wow. I think that had to be eight, eight years ago. Yeah, so. Something like that? Because you did it with, how many years did you do it with Tony? Just two i think yeah so yeah so it'd have been so yeah 13 probably same for you guys that was kind of the first i mean larry at poison spider they were early like when they yes. first started doing it, it was just a small little group of vendors they started doing that and then um so they're more the og and then we you know we started hopping in at 13 but by then it was already starting going but then it was actually a club right it was it was the local jeep club right. yeah club that put it on and i remember getting emails from them they used to always send an email after the, the the event that was a breakdown of where all the money went because they were doing even back then they were doing a quarter million dollars um in revenue right you know 14 15 16 quarter million dollars in revenue and they were distributing it to a whole bunch of nonprofits like blue ribbon coalition and and um both nonprofits that were off-road related and that were just community nonprofits for kids and all kinds of other programs. Well, and I think their goal, I think it was either last year or their goal this year is a million dollars to donate to charities. I, I can't remember wow. if I've got my numbers right, but um, yeah, that's a significant amount of money. That's incredible. And now it's a corporation, right? I don't know. It's uh, I don't know if they did a public benefactor corporation or how they set it up, but now it's now it's Jeep Beach Incorporated. It's a full business. Right. But they're still bringing in tons of money and and uh, and and showing. And I love the fact that they show where that money's going. Right. Yeah. That's 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 important for all of us. Well, now you have the Jeep Beach edition Jeeps, the JLs. They right. I still seen the high velocity. They said that they shipped it out on the 16th and it still hasn't arrived. I've seen a couple of the others, but no high velocity yet. Yeah, we saw a um, the the blue the Jeep beach edition blue jl here but i uh, haven't seen any of the others yet wow 
Well, that's smart from Jeep, you know, the Jeep to do that, to like embrace and see and put their finger up and go, oh, what's cool right now, right? And come out with these issues. I wonder how many, how many they actually produce in these Jeep Beach editions? You know, I don't know that. I don't remember. I thought it was like a hundred or so. Now to be a true... There'd be a true Jeep Beach edition. It's got to be like 40s on 20s, right? <laughs> yeah. At well, 90 at 90 psi. You know, we we're talking a little bit about that uh, the Florida style Jeep, and please no no haters out there. I'm not hating on anybody, but it is a little bit different um, out here. And uh, the the trailer again. I know a lot of people are going to want to get on the CTI trailer. But uh, width is a real thing, and we're seeing more and more gladiators that have crazy offsets in their wheels. And the gladiator is already extremely wide on the trailer. So, um, you know, if, if we, we have to uh, turn you away and tell you your rig's too wide, please, please don't hate on us. It's for your safety. It's for the safety of the vehicle, everybody around us. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it, we, we, ha we are limited by, by the width and, and, of course, by the wheelbase. But we can fit a Gladiator on the trailer, no problem. Um, but, um, yeah, with out here, people, again, that trend seems to be sticking. Lots of offset wheels and really wide tires. and um, Yeah, it's that low and wide squatted look, right? And, yes. And, yeah, yep. which, which, which works well, but it just makes it crazy. You're probably, you, have, you probably need to go out and put stanchions, like, up and say, this is the width. If These you're don't wide move. Yeah. If you hit this, you can't do it. Must be this tall to ride this ride. <laughs> right. Yep. We're, they're going to actually, they're working on um, the sand sculpture every year. Um, I don't know if they bring in a local artist or who does this, but we're going to walk over to where they are uh, building the, the Jeep out of sand. It's a giant Jeep sandcastle. So we'll walk towards that direction. I never saw that. Is that that's cool? When did they start doing that? Um. Well, well they, they, they it's been it's yeah. been a thing. They've they've had them out here for the last uh, I don't know four or five years. Yeah, four really? years. It's all huh. on the end where all the Jeep stuff is. But it's really cool to see them um, how this thing will evolve over the next two days. Because of course, by the time the public sees it, it will be a full blown uh, Jeep carved out of sand wow i don't know if i'd have that kind of patience um but it is pretty pretty amazing um so they just come in and dump a bunch of sand and then they have their model sitting out here i look at the four by e yeah, so they've actually got a four uh, by E JL sitting out here. Four by E, and that's what they're measuring and and getting it all together. Yeah, so proportion wise, the the sandcastle will uh, will be a, a basically look just like this four door uh, four by E, and as you can see right now, um, it it's not it's getting there. It's got some windshield wipers. It's got like uh, a hood and a top, um, but there's not much other structure to it. These guys have a lot of patience, I tell you what. Can you get closer? Start. Sure. All sure. I see is a all I see is a blob of white sand. Yeah, so it's it it has the shape of a Jeep right now. Um, but over the next couple of days, uh, this is gonna look just like this one sitting over here. Uh wow. parking. It's a 
<laughs> that's what we heard. That's what we were told. Y'all do a great job. So that's fascinating. You wouldn't be great to be able to do like you basically get to do sandcastles for a living. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh I mean the amount of time that goes into something like this, that's a huge project. Um and the patience and you know, oh, we, we measured that wrong or we that looks wrong, so we're gonna uh, take that sand off and we got to redo it. And so you wet it down and you put some more sand on it. And, um, yeah, kind of crazy. It is. It's, it's, it's interesting cause you're walking along and it's big vast, but all that's going to be filled up here. Yeah. Right? We're so right now we're in the, what is typically the Jeep booth. So they've brought some of their Jeeps already in to start setting up. But, um, this, this space that we're in right now, yeah, this will be, this will be huge and this will be full of vendors. Um, mm -hmm. I was actually going to walk over. There's a Jeep here on the end that uh, is high tide and it's still got plastic on the seats. So I'm guessing this is one of the, one of the Jeep beach models. I'm no, not, I don't wow. know about that. The, the, they have the Jeep beach logo here edition so this oh. isn't one in this are uh embroidered with the jeep beach logo and yeah but it's relatively the color yeah yeah they've got a they've got a good selection of, of four by e's uh down here that, that's the big push that is the big push yeah 392 sitting here in a mojave gladiator wow um, another 392 in the in that blue color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've got a uh, oh, and we've got a lifted, a little lifted Grand Cherokee here on the end. <laughs> nice. Wow, Can't leave, interesting. Yeah, Is that the Grand Cherokee um, standard no, one, or is that the L or whatever? That's the. No, it's the standard one. It looks like. No, it's an L. Sorry, it is an L. Yep. Oh yeah, there's seats. There's seats way there, way in the back, back there. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Well, for for all of our listeners, you can just go to gbeach.com. You can actually download. I'm putting here in front of the camera the map, but you can just see the huge list of vendors, and then the big breakout area and how that all kind of comes together um, with all. Oops. Missed the microphone there. How that all comes together. You can see the 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 vendor areas. You can see it all the color coded, big list. It almost looks like the type of map you'll find at a mall, right? Like all where where is the store? Where's 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 Ulta at? And you can see the just the various coding and and the little bit to where it is is, and it's kind of hard to point to where the CTI is. Um, but if I looked at it. It's towards the entrance area, and uh, which is right towards, like, here up in the point front. Where is that? At? Right there, right there. So, yeah, we're we're pretty easy to find if you if you're coming out to Jeep Beach. Of course, we're in the middle of the obstacle course. Um, so, if you don't want to run the obstacle course, you do have the option of telling the folks at the gate. You can say, "Hey, I just want to go uh, get on the Metal Cloak CTI trailer," and they'll they'll point you in the right direction to get. Yeah, out here typically there is a line uh and i believe they they stop people 
putting people onto the golf, uh, the obstacle course at four o'clock. So mm. the show actually at five, but there's typically a line of people that are still getting through the obstacle course for about an hour. Um, but uh, yeah, if you get here at four, sorry, you'll have to wait till the next day. Yeah. yeah, get here before four to get on the track. Sure. Right. Get there before four, get in there. They will definitely pay attention to the line. And uh, you take a lunch break. What about? Don't they, they shut down? Well, they still shut down like for lunch yeah. these days, don't they? they? I think at around 12, they also they, they stopped the, uh, the entire uh, facility for the national anthem. Mm. Um, typically, there's a pretty cool little Air Force flyover uh, when they do the anthem. Um, but, uh, yeah, they shut it down for lunchtime, give the track workers and stuff a break for a minute, uh, and then they start everything back up. So the, the booths don't shut down for any amount of time. Those folks are on their own. Right. <laughs> uh, and there's, I mean, guys, everybody you know is out there, right? I mean, every vendor. If you, if, if you are even anywhere in the region, you wanted to talk to a vendor about your rig, this Jeep Beach is the place to be. Plus, they have the Jeep Beach Radio, which will have some ads running on, and uh, we would have did the whole deal where it got like for the next six or nine months, we're going to have ads running on their Jeep beach radio, which is a small localized radio, but it's still cool. And, um, and of course you can hear it during the, during the show. That's how they pipe in all the music yeah. to, for the show itself. Um, well, that's cool, it, man. So what, what's, Oh, so, I was going to, there's actually a, a sign out here with a QR code on it, um, for the Jeep beach radio. So I'll walk oh. over there to that. That's cool. So what do you guys been you you got there what when did you arrive? Um, Tuesday? No, no, Sunday. Sunday. We got here Sunday. Um, we had a couple of stops at uh, a few of our jobbers as we made our way across, and um, yeah, we we went and saw our buddy uh, Ricky with Jeepers Den and went down to his house the other night and had a little. Oh, kind of a, a couple of, well, it was, it was more a group of friends, but it was a few vendors from, from the industry that uh, he invited down to his house. Um, so we did that. And uh, John Slayton, the sales guy, our sales guy, yep. uh, came in on, that was on Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah. So they've been running around, you know, they've been being, being tourists a little bit and getting to spend some time um, on the beach and, and seeing some of the sites. I think they went to one of the parks uh the other day i think here is the jeep beach radio oh cool and you can all uh at jeepbeachradio.com as well oh cool so you can even if you're not there you can feel like you're there by listening to jeep beach radio that's cool yep there's your qr code guys so if you go to if you're just listening to us well just go to jeepbeachradio.com or you can be really cool and actually go over to YouTube and watch the YouTube show and you can actually see some of the layout and stuff that's happening here. But they really have like stepped up their game. They've always had cool graphics, but they've really stepped up their game. And I guess when you're doing as much business as they're doing and you want to attract quality people, you do quality work. You know, it's really, I, I was talking to, um, well, it's not, so Kent is, is, our, is our guy out here. He's the main coordinator. But there is a, um, he has an assistant this year. And it was, it's just so nice for us when we come out here that these guys, they know who we are. They know what we need. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a quality event. So the people that come out here as vendors, um, they have, I think he said 40 new vendors to this event. So 260 wow. vendors 
but 40 new ones that have never been here. So again, it, they, they do such a good job in organizing this thing that the attendees, I think the reason it's so busy is because they do that. They do organize it very, very well. Right. So yeah, That's I think cool. every, everybody gets, uh, gets what they came for and, and, and you know, it's a, it's a, it's a paid to get into type of event. So, um, you know, there should be an expectation of we better have fun. And I think everybody does. Right. And for, and just for people, this is, you can show there just to show up for the vendor. There's a ticket price to get in for the vendor show, but you don't have to do the obstacle course. You don't have to register to be a part of that part of the event. You can be there for just the, the vendors, right? That's right. Yep. That's exactly right. You can come out in your, in your, uh, your, your, your car, your Volvo, your, your, whatever, your motorcycle and park in their parking lot. Um, and then, uh, come in and walk the vendor show and talk to people. If you're interested in, in anything in the Jeep industry or Jeep related, um, this is definitely the place that, uh, will, will have a little bit of everything from, from sound guys to, to overland guys, to the tire manufacturers. I mean, um, you know, they're, everybody's here, all the suspension companies, all the body armor companies, everybody. Wow. It's pretty incredible. And they always do great displays too. You know, with, I don't care who it is that's out there doing stuff. They're they're bringing their A game to this show, and it's a buyer show. There's lots of money walking around. Yeah, um, and it, it, throughout the week, you know, we always will see we'll see people pushing um, uh, hand trucks with boxes, and uh, and and yeah, they're carrying small bags too. But um, a lot of vendors bring a lot of parts. Um, if you're, if you're looking for a deal, this is one of those places that deals can be had. Hmm. Good to know. So guys get out there and play with it. So you've been out there, you've been playing uh, on it. Jesse's been running on the sand. Uh, out the, yeah. yeah. Nice. How you feeling today? Month now. Yeah, she's been, she's been, uh, she's been doing good. She's, um, been, been running on the treadmill at home uh you know using the exercise equipment at the house and and walking and running and and whole new deal. sand is a different deal for so my sure my legs are hurting today yeah sand is not my father worked a um a campground that was right on the beach up there in tahoe for several years and it messed him up his knees because he had to walk up and down the beach and do cleaning up and stuff like that and it's it's not it, it's no bueno sometimes There's no a, there, there's a trail that Becker wants to do. Scott Becker, for all of our guys, it's our product specialist. You'll see him on YouTube. He's a YouTube guy. Um, he wants to do a trail. It's the Lost Coast Trail, which is cool. It's a great trail, but a good portion of it, well, pretty much all of it is walking on sand with a backpack. And yeah. there's just something about that. Just over time, your body does not like walking on sand. Nope. It's tougher. No, sure. it's a whole different set of muscles yeah. and, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys are out there on the concrete. That's the only thing I miss. I miss the grass because the grass was nice. The concrete, yeah. when you guys are working all day on the concrete, that's just hot. Hot and your back hurts. Yeah, it's, um, you know, getting up and down off the trailer is is already a, a pretty good chore. Um, but out here on the asphalt, about, you know, 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon when uh, it's, you know, 90 um, in the air, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's it's tough to stand out here all day long, but you know somebody's got to do it. That's right. That's right. If it's gonna, somebody's going to do it, it's going to be Corey Osborne and yes. Jesse Greenland. What? 
So yesterday I got notification that my high velocity JL is going on the line May 2nd. May 2nd. Wow. So I'm super excited. How long before, um, so once it goes on the line, how long before you see it? Well, they say that it takes about four or five days to go through build. And that's assuming there's no issues and it just comes out the other side of the line. But then it's a shipping thing. Yeah. So when they have enough vehicles being shipped to probably Denver, um, they'll, they'll, it'll, it'll be by truck. Uh, they'll, they'll load them up and, and hopefully, I, I'm guessing end of May. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Well, that'd be nice. That'll be cool. And then uh, what's the first thing you're going to do to it? Huh. Uh, <laughs> drive it <laughs> well you should do it you, you need to be like you should go like kevin and Brittany. go out there and just you know take it on some of your back roads and montrose totally stock yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> we'll definitely um we'll definitely have to, to to there's not you know it's hard to find pictures of the um high velocity still and the artist rendition is not a good indication of the color so everybody's still very curious of what these are going to look like there's been a couple that have hit dealers but it it's hard to find pictures so yeah. we'll we'll definitely take some pictures when it Hopefully when it comes one in. shows up here yeah i'm i'm hoping that the the jeep beach edition should be here so we should see you would a think. Whole bunch. yeah yeah that was their goal jeep's goal was to release them um here at jeep beach so we'll see yeah that'd be totally cool you know i'm looking at modernjeeper.com and uh you're you had some articles in fact you threw up the jeep beach week in daytona florida and your cover shot is of that just badass hot rod yeah sandstorm that badass hot rod rig man yeah i I would love that's probably one of the few um uh, concepts rigs i would just love to drive our our buddy uh jim rep who just recently retired um, he was kind enough a couple years ago. He brought Sandstorm over to the CTI trailer, and and uh, we got it on the trailer. And I, I think I took a hundred images of the thing, and you know it it was on the trailer for two minutes. And mm-hmm. uh, but what a what a cool rig, and especially in a place like this, um, all open, the old style, like almost like a, a, a tea bucket. You know, it was it was very unique. Yeah, totally cool, and had that unique open uh, headers, right? We could just like. Flip yep. a little switch and open it up, which, interestingly enough, the same concept of having two different sounds, they wouldn't apply to the 392. Funny, and there's a lot of talk, and I, I kind of put that on the, the story because um, that conversation has come up a lot of the past concepts, like what Sean Holman was talking about last week's episode. It's funny, all of the little subtle things that they bring out in a concept that... Eh, some way shape or form they end up showing up in in production vehicles they may not be exactly like it but there's a reason that they're they're dealing with it for sure you know and looking at that picture i'm reminded of what we were just talking about you're on grass there it was so nice (laughs) yeah yep um but yeah little subtle things like well i mean one of the things that they started doing and as of as a time of us being primarily fender manufacturers and body arm manufacturers and just new into suspension we were seeing the concepts right like they were working on this higher they were putting these higher flares on of course that translated over to the jl right as one of the immediate options heck even on mine it's it's you know we don't make the super high flare um on mine, I'm still running the, the, the colored fenders, right? Just with the, the split, the Rubicon split. Um, but there are a lot of little things that they do put out there and see the reaction to and apply it. 
now if they do the big things like now i gotta say we talked about this a little bit you and i chatted on it but it's like seeing bob right awesome rig loved it and who comes out with motorbuilt comes out with their bobbed bed some opinions is basically like a tj bed or something like that but they come out with a bob bed not a bad way to go right it's for some people that's going to be a good solution it looks like a matchbox truck to me like (laughs) i want to i want to play with it i want to put my hand on top of it and and run it around like a like a little toy car but are is it the matchbox truck that you want to run as a toy car is it the one you want to shoot off the table Well, you know, it's funny because, uh, of course, when the Rubicon or when the, the Gladiators were first coming out, um, we all remember, you know, Jeep was like, hey, this isn't meant to be a rock crawler. This is going to be a mid-sized truck. It's going to meant to do, be meant to do mid-sized truck things with it. And, uh, man, as Jeep owners, what have we done? We make these things into whatever right. we want and, right. you know, put, put some 60s or 80s or whatever your flavor of axle is underneath them, bob the, the bed and roll cage them. And guess what? I've got a really long rock crawling rig. Yeah. And you know, it's been amazing. How many did um, at, we had at skills day, we had a half dozen of them um, last Saturday, half dozen gladiators, at least that were there um, all different levels of build. And they all, you know, had fun. And these are fairly new people learning how to use it, learning how to use their gladiator. Um, you know, you, how many times, uh, how many gladiators do you think you did at, at Easter Jeep Safari? Oh, there was a, yeah, there was a lot. And, and, uh, you know, it took what it's taken about a year for us to start seeing, um, a lot of them, but, um, yeah, I think that, you know, I, I think Jeep, again, their marketing team was that that wasn't meant to take sales away from the Wrangler buyers, but I think it has probably done that a little bit. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely look at me. I, I would have been a Wrangler guy, but went ahead with the truck cause I wanted a truck. Right. Um, but it's yeah, I think it's cool though. It is. You're absolutely right. Well, we will take a Jeep because we have confidence in Jeep, and then we'll start turning it into whatever we want to turn it into, whether it's it's putting your own rig on the back or or doing it, or like in our case, taking a, a JL frame on the project rig we have out there, the JL frame, stretching it ten inches, throwing some big forties on there, and and uh, Dana axles and um, and an Aqualude tub, and start building a truck. Why not? But you can what? buy a Gladiator. Well, I don't want to just buy a Gladiator. I want to build a truck from the ground up. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, again, that's what's so nice. We were talking to some of the guys at, at the uh, the hotel where we're at, and, and the people who work there were like, you know, we don't, and, and these are non-Jeep owners who their first thing is, it's so cool that all the Jeep owners, they, they make them, everybody's is unique. They make them their own. And um right. So even outside of our industry, of course, as Jeep owners, we all know that. But outside the industry, we're very much viewed as it's like that vehicle that you can buy and you can customize it in, you know, three million different ways. So, yeah. Yeah, that is the truth. I mean, the the interesting thing is they don't really market it as that. You remember the, uh, what was it? The thing. The The, huh? The thing? The Volkswagen thing. Remember that? I remember that, but I was thinking about the, what company was it that was it Saturn or what that had like, they, they really promoted the fact that you could just like customize um, your stuff and make everything unique. Like it was really the, the, in fact, the entire marketing campaign was that you had the little sports car and it was just done in a thousand different ways. Right. 
The whole idea right. was it's super easy to customize, super easy to make it your, your own. And Jeep doesn't promote that, but it's I think it's pretty true in our community that we do so much to make our rig our own. And you see stuff, you know, purely from the standpoint of body armor. There's a point where body armor is popular, but then the fender shifts. Like, who? The, what's the latest thing? What's the thing that makes mine different? A bunch of people have that fender, so I want to buy a different fender. You know, and for a while, Metal Cloak benefited from that because ours was a different look, right? But then we've now been around for you know, 12, 13 years. And so now what's the other one? Like we're going to buy the fab fours because, well, that's the, that's the look, right? That's the different look. Right. Which by the way, when we were at, uh, at conversation, I was having a conversation with somebody who knows the, uh, the founder of and owner of fab fours. And we were talking about the, the fenders and the, the grumper and all that and how my personal opinion about them wasn't that I'm just not attracted to those. And the response I got was exactly like, that's exactly what he, when he designed those, because there was so much other competition going, he built it with the idea that it was the ugliest thing that he, that really anybody would put on a Jeep. And he knew it'd be so different that people would buy it. People would talk about it. People would bitch about it and people would buy it. Right. Pretty smart. It was pretty smart. Yeah. It's, um, Again, you know, everybody wants to be different. We don't all want to be just like each other. And, and it's, it's, uh, can you imagine if we all drove the exact same vehicle and dressed the exact same way? And well, that wouldn't be any fun. No, no, that wouldn't be no. fun at all. We, we, we did receive a mess of shirts to give away. And I hmm. got to and I handed out to our to Matson back at the office because the shirts look amazing. The color is, I think it's perfect for Florida. Um, we've had we we've we actually have had a couple people help us at the hotel and and gave them a shirt. And uh, people have been the the feedback so far. And th- these aren't even Jeep people has been awesome. People love the shirt. So, well, cool. And I happen to have one. As funny thing is, I pulled one sample out of the box. To make cool. sure I liked it. It's not even my size. It's like an XL. And um, but I also wore my peach colored um polo shirt today because it matches. See? So it's this peach. Now, I, I don't know, and I, I I wish I knew the story, but there right. isn't there something going on at G Beach having to do with the orange shirts, which is why we kind of went with this orangish peachy shirt this year. There is, and and Curtis was the one who who kind of uh, told us about it, and and I can't remember the details, so um, maybe I'll I'll have to. And Curtis was just just here a minute ago, um, but uh, we'll have to get some information, and I'll I'll send you some a link you can put in the show notes. Um, but there is something for an orange shirt, and it's in tribute um, for for somebody. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's good to know. And if. If you're in doubt, wear an orange shirt or just come right. by because let me tell you guys, we did 300 shirts. That's 150 shirts per day. As soon as, what time does Jeep Beach open? Like nine o'clock. They're going to be gone by 10. So. Yeah, exactly. You got to be there. Like you have to be there early if you want one of these shirts. I'm going to throw one single Facebook post up probably tomorrow, uh, if not later today about it. I probably have the leaders today and um and that's all it's going to take and there will be the shirts are going to be gone in an hour each day um, yeah. i understand you guys have pretty good technique for doing that now like the first year i was doing it, it was kind of like grabbing grabbing but you guys have a whole system in place now 
Yeah, we do it. We, we try to, I mean, it's so hard because we'll end up with a line of people and it's not even to get on the trailer. It's to come get, get their shirt. And, and now it's become kind of a thing where um, people know that we have them and whether they're a metal cloak customer or not, they're a really nice shirt. So yeah, people make this their first stop when they come in and then they go see the rest of the show. So it's and these are these are actually even more lightweight than we usually do because we always do a really nice soft shirt. People are always surprised. Like they get the free shirt and they realize, oh wow, this is actually a nice shirt. But this year they're actually super lightweight, which is going to be beautiful for the for the um, for the the Florida environment, right? Yes, um, yeah. almost translucent when you hold them up to the sun. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be uh, again. It'll be a big hit, and uh, I'm excited to. Uh, to see the folks running around on Saturday because what happens is everybody comes and gets a shirt on, on Friday and then they wear them on Saturday. So it's always fun to see, Oh, look, there's, you know, there's 150 people walking around with our shirts on. So pretty cool. Yeah. You know, if you had more time, you could be more like, I've done this before at events where we're offered expo, you know, I was handing out some free shirts years ago, but it was like to the girls. And it was like, I, you know, I encouraged them to put it on right now give them one that was right. a little bit a little bit smaller size and there's usually would wear you know so, oh boy <laughs> it, it's it's important it's good marketing yep right <laughs> uh well okay so you guys so what's is there any party tonight um no no there's tonight a tailgate is, party but yeah there's a there's a tail there's there's always something so the scavenger hunt started i think on monday yes um, wow really yeah, so the scavenger hunt has, has been going on all week long, um, and literally there is stuff going on all week. There's there was an event last night um, over at, uh, what they call Daytona One, and uh, it's my understanding we didn't go over there, but there's a bunch of people there. Um, you know, we we kind of take a couple of days to we don't get to just stand around in our in our booth and and sit in a chair <laughs> and nurse a hangover. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, we, we kind of, um, we, we are pretty low key the days before the event really starts because it's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a job and, and to, to stand out here in the sun for a few days. I always, you know, the Tiki party, the, the, the big party that they have with the giveaways and stuff at the Hard Rock every year, um, I'm always shocked that that is on Friday night because a lot of people drink a lot and... <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty slow opening for a lot of these vendors. Um, you know, yeah. that was, that was uh, something that was fun years ago, but no, my body says no to that stuff anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, you know me, I come out there anytime I do come out there and it's been a few years. It's like, uh, I can go, I can go hang out through the party or I can go get a really good dinner. Right. Relax a little bit Yep. and know that I'm not going to be bothered by a bunch of people because you get, they're all at the party. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, love everybody out there, but you know, and I love uh, obviously our customers, but you know, a lot of the vendor guys, you know, you're you go party. That's okay. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and we'll, we'll, we'll see everybody here to go. So sure. um, to do this for a week, uh, that's, that's just, uh, maybe that's some, that's a young guy thing now. I don't know. It looks like they got a pretty good food set up this year. I think, what was it? Um, was it last year that was kind of lousy? Like they, they, they only had the one little hamburger stand thing going looks like this year they got a they actually got a, a food vendor row 
they they do and i i think they um they they kind of promoted it as they'll have better food vendors this year you know there's still there's so many people it would be really hard to to judge how much how many food trucks you actually need um but uh you know we just we just plan a little bit differently now and and jesse will she, she makes sure that we have water and and sandwich stuff to make sandwiches and crackers and all that we so we can kind of sit here we don't have to go stand in a line for an hour to to get a hamburger so Right. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to, to see this year how the food uh, thing works out. Good. Well, good. Well, there's always great food in that region, um, and uh, including uh, one of these days, I'm going to track down the little pizza place that I went to um, and that was yeah. in the middle in middle of a of an of an inner city neighborhood on the corner. It was like there was houses, 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 and then on the corner was this little pizza place. And I haven't made it, you know, next time I go out there, I'm going to find that place again. Because it was the best little, like, hole in the wall, uh, you know, sitting there talking with the brothers and just enjoying, enjoying. In fact, remember you had to, like, you had to walk through and you had to step down, like, like from, like, into a kitchen to be able to like, actually get your pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's an awesome. All right, man. Well, so you got that planning, getting going, uh, relax, because I know that uh, Thursday and Friday are going to be, going to be busting it up. That's because you're doing that's like the, it's one of the few events where we do really long days. I mean, Easter Jeep Safari, we yeah. do on Thursday and Friday as well. But fr- excuse me, Friday and Saturday, you're going to be busting up. And you're probably going to end up doing what? What do you do? Like 75 a day? Yeah, just around 75. So, you know, I'm still we, we were talking about this in Moab. Um, it's amazing at how consistent, even when some folks want a little bit more help or we need to look at things a little bit closer on their rig. Um, some folks might be on there for 15 or 20 minutes, which is rare, but it, it does happen. Um, and some folks might be only a couple. But all these years now, with over 9,000 rigs, we're averaging still about six minutes a Jeep. That's so awesome. it's six minutes a Jeep. And um, yeah, so in an eight hour day ish, you know, give or take an hour for lunch if they shut us down. Um, yeah, we'll end up being around 70, 75 a day for a couple of days. So. And was it last year that they had to stay in the Jeeps? Yes. Yes. So because of the safety concerns and because of um, the track itself, and that was actually, I think, partly a COVID thing too. Um, It was, there was a lot of rules last year. And even for us, they wouldn't let us out of being inside the obstacle course. We couldn't, we couldn't go outside the fence. Um, They were walking us to the restrooms and things like that. It was very, very odd. But uh, yeah, it'll be a little bit different, I'm sure. Cool. Well, you're in Florida, the uh, the reddest state we have right now, <laughs> um, with lots of good fun stuff going on in that state. So, not to get political at all, but man, have have fun out there. All right. Well, uh, anything else you want to share with the group? Anything else they need to pay attention to? No, no. And if they're watching the website, you know that it's been it's been hard um, the last couple of of big events we've had. We've been doing a lot of traveling. So stories will start popping back up. Keep an eye on the website. We do have the the uh, the next uh, adventure is going to be in Moab. Um, hey guys, now's your chance. I mean, if you want to go wheel in Moab, you need to be registering pretty soon because we're going to have to lock down numbers. Um, but uh, yeah, check out check out modernjeeperadventures.com for the Moab trip. Absolutely, that's it. And like I said in the email that I just went out earlier today, the beauty of the Modern Jeeper Moab trip is. Yes, you can go out there to Easter Jeep Safari, but you're part of a very large group of Jeeps, right? Jeeps have invaded. All the trails get packed. All the trails are busy. All the runs 
All right, they're still fun because a lot of great people, but Modern Jeep Adventures during Memorial Weekend, which one, is just a great weekend. Two, it's incredibly busy in, in Moab, but it's not busy on the trails, right? That's right. Because Moab attracts people from all different types of life. So you go out there, all the basic trails you guys are going to do, plus there's all kinds of talk. And, I, I'll, you know, we don't talk about the trails ahead of time, but, you know, if you're built or not, there's, a, there's an option for you. And Absolutely. our goal is to set that up. And so you have fun, you're challenged, you enjoy it, and you see some incredible views and some beautiful areas and have a, a great time without big crowds. So that's, sign that's up right. now. Um, and of course, we have Tillamook and San Juan's of Colorado are both live for registration as well. Um, and uh, get out there. By the way, also, and the last thing to, to kind of push is uh, this is it. This is the last month, the last 30 days. In fact, we're at the 27th now, and May 21st is the day we do the giveaway. So to be able to do the ultimate Rocklander um, giveaway, right? It's an ultimate yep. Rocklander 20K giveaway. So you can go to our website, ultimaterocklander.com, and this is a Metal Cloak and Adventure Rack Systems project with a lot of great bonder, vendors and sponsors have been a support of it. Um, and if you're having out at Jeep Beach, go by because they there's a QR code you can scan. And yeah. it'll be a big stand out there. You can scan that QR code and you too can be a part of this. So go out there. It's a free to enter. All it is, it's like I said, I'll say it again, free to enter. No yeah, cost, no, no catch, just free to enter. No purchase necessary. No purchase necessary to get $20,000 worth of gear for your Jeep JK, JL, or JT. And with that being said, uh, Corey and Jesse, man, it was good seeing you guys. Have fun out there. Uh, don't run John too hard you know no 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 i think he's kind of uh he's been well he's he's um what do i call it resting uh getting ready for what it's going to be like and uh yeah (laughs) is this his first time out is that his first time because he's 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 done like smoky mountain with you and stuff i think this is his first time to jeep beach huh yep 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 cool all right, man. Well, have fun out there. And uh, if you need anything, reach out. Otherwise, for all of our modern Jeepers, we'll see you, in this case, on the beach. Cheers. See ya. This podcast will self-destruct in five, four, three, two, one.